the nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. I have titled this episode, First Responders in Love, Reigniting the Flame Through Unconventional Adventures. What a title. <laughs> I had AI help me with that. Full disclosure. Um, the reason why I put this episode together is I've been, I have never had a time in my life where I have been as deep in thought about things that are philosophical, things that are... Um, Things that one might contemplate when they would deem themselves to be like older, <laughs> right? That's how I've been feeling um, probably maybe the past 12, 16 months or so. And with that comes me having thinking about you and I a lot. And a part of that being openly expressive has been you and I discussing retirement, which isn't like too far off. It's crazy. We've been married for almost 16 years. And in less than 12 years is when uh, retirement will happen. Like that's cr- like thinking about how fast time has gone by just in regards to our marriage. And then thinking that like, wow, that is it is so much more of a downhill slope. Um, time wise, I'm such a visual I'm such a visual person. I'm saying downward slope and that might sound like it's negative, but in my mind, I'm thinking about when I'm on the treadmill and I think about if I'm doing like 45 minutes, let's say, then I, I, in my head, I'm going up. And then when I'm at that halfway mark, then it's just like this, this subconscious relief of knowing that I'm now going down. So, you know, I'm, I'm just talking about it in terms of time. And so, you know, having all of these discussions and I think we're getting a little bit closer as to where we might want to, to live. And with that comes, do we buy something now and then um, retire in it later? Or, or you know, are we going to do something temporary and then find something when we turn 55 and older? Like, you know, because that's kind of more our vibe. That's <laughs> why we live out here with a bunch of retired people. Um, so I've been thinking a lot about about just life and And with that comes our relationship. And so, you know, there are many times where I see people struggling to maintain that connection with themselves and with their spouses. And, you know, I I don't want to talk about families in this episode. I'm I'm just referring to the the marital unit or the long-term relationship if you're in one. And I'm a very observant person. And so with that comes the ability to be able to not judge people, but to be able to self-actualize things that I like or don't like for myself. And with that comes things that you're able to just recognize within your own um, relationship that you could perhaps improve on or change or enhance or continue to add value to. And, you know, it, it was really sweet to me, Clint, that last weekend, you had wanted to go to Tom's Farms because I'm like, that's it's one of those things that we used to do so much when we were younger and when we were dating. And um, it, it's almost like this sort of like, I want to do something sweet, too. And I, I didn't feel like I needed to do something in a way to uh, it wasn't like an exchange of value. Right. But I was just thinking, like, what are what is something that like I I could add more value to 
to make, to do something sweet too. I, I felt like um, just pouring out a nice, sweet gesture into our marriage. And that's not uncommon, right? You and I are very, very sweet when it comes to these types of things with one another. So then I was thinking, man, I've been, I've been really wanting to paint a, a new picture for our bathroom, but I, and in my head, I've like already painted it many times and I have many ideas of what I want, but I'm not, the honest truth is I, I haven't decided if I want the, the, uh, the base of it to be black or white. So I have this giant black canvas. That's the perfect size, but I don't have the white one. And so now it's like, am I settling because I have a black canvas? So that's where I'm at with that. <laughs> and so in my, in my head, I'm like, man, it would be really cool if we could do an acrylic painting and I'm thinking about different ways that we could isolate our handprints together on an acrylic painting and then having the acrylic um, just kind of around that. So I'm thinking about ideas like that. But in my head, it was like, I want to do something sweet, like having having our hands documented. And I don't know why, but maybe one day I'll know why I'm documenting our hands. And then as life would have it, I received an advertisement <laughs> for this clay, this clay hand mold and it's one of those where like you would both hold hands and I haven't opened it, so I don't know how it works, but I'm going to guess that it's a mixing medium, something along the lines of like a concrete um, rubbery material that you would mix together. And then you probably both have to hold your hands very still, very tight, stick it in the thing for a long period of time. And then I'm guessing there's another mixing medium that you probably pour inside of that. So I, I bought it and it came in a, a bucket. It was really cute. And then I'm like, oh, like th- this is going to be really cool, right? Mm-hmm. And because it's going to be a clay mold. And I looked at some some reviews and some pictures and it comes out perfect, like very detailed. Like I'm surprised that it's so nice. And then because it came in such a cute bucket, I just wrote a little I think I put on there like, do you want to hold my hand this weekend? And then I put it I put it on your in their closet. We have a giant closet and uh, we each have these cabinets in there. So I put it on top of your cabinet so you would see it when you got home and you did. And um yeah, so I just thought that would be like something sweet. I know we're expecting some bad weather this weekend and I wanted something for us to be able to do at home, but mostly I wanted us to have something different. Like last weekend, we got to go out to Tom's Farms and that was different, but it was also like a, a remembrance of what used to be so commonplace between us. And it's not that like things have changed. It's just when you do s- something like that so frequently, then it becomes not so fun or cool anymore. And like the excitement or the the just desire to want to do it, it becomes too repetitive. Mm -hmm. So I've been thinking about that a lot lately. And I know for first responders, it's very hard and it's so easy to get into that place of um, just nuance because schedules usually suck. And then when you finally come together, it's usually all the honeydews or things that perhaps the female didn't want to do because the male wasn't there or, you know, it, it turns into a very strange dynamic when you are in a relationship with somebody who is a first responder, or if you are in a relationship with somebody who has a very unpredictable work schedule or has a work schedule to where um, psychologically it's incredibly taxing. And so I started to think about how important it is as a person who is in a relationship with somebody who is a first responder to understand just the uniqueness and how unconventional your relationship already is at the onset. So you know, there are so many things that you could do that are incredibly simple if you're looking for ways to just get out of that same, you know, life is in a strange place. We're going to be recording another episode about just some of the uniqueness about the times that we're living in right now. But I think now more than ever, it's important for us to recognize how we need to do more things that pour into the people that mean the most to us. 
And it is very simple to do that. It doesn't have to cost a lot of money. You don't have to go driving really far. Even something as simple as like unplugging in the evenings, like an hour or two before you go to bed. We had this huge um, spectrum internet outage going on last weekend. We don't have it. They, they won't service us way out here. Mm. We've tried. <laughs> and I remember seeing all the posts in a local Facebook group. And it was so cool. Somebody asked, so what did you guys all do today since you weren't able to get online and uh, watch your TV and like, you know, all the electronic things. And so I was I was looking through a lot of the ideas that people had of what they were doing, like reading books that they've meant to be reading. There was a photo someone posted of their family and uh, they get their entire family, not just their immediate family. It appears that they get their entire family together. Um, however frequently they do. This is a normal thing that they do. And they all go for a community bike ride. And you see this picture of, of I don't know, maybe 20 family members and they're all riding bikes. The kids have helmets. Some of them are wearing knee and elbow pads. And I'm like, this is so cool. Like I haven't, I haven't seen this in a long time, you know? And so something, something as easy as just um, asking yourself, like, what would I do if the power went out? Like, what would me and my plus one do if the power went out right now? And starting to just do some of those things, even if the power doesn't go out. Um, you know, I saw somebody else that they put together. They were like, well, they were, they were going through the same thing that I'm talking about right now. And they put together uh, like a date jar. So they sat down at the table, I'm assuming, and then they put together different ideas for a date and they put it in a jar and then they're going to commit to that and they're going to use that jar um, to be able to, who, I don't know what their frequency is of like, let's pick from the jar. But I'm like, that's such a cool, a cool thing, you know? And I was talking with somebody uh, recently who was talking about just a disconnection that he's feeling with his wife. And a suggestion that we discussed together was having a shared journal of them being able to write to one another. They're having a difficult time too with communication. There's a lot of reasons for that. So the idea I shared was for him to get a journal that they could um, just exchange back and forth. I know a lot of people who are very, very much into religion. They will also have um, like a, a devotional that they share back and forth with one another. So that's another idea. Just finding other ways to be able to connect and to reconnect and just to realize the, the beauty of marriage and to understand the evolving journey of love and patience and rediscovery and how ever-changing everything is. And so, um, you know, things aren't straightforward, and especially if you are in a relationship with a first responder, things will always take detours t detours, and they will always change, and, and that's okay. That's a part of the journey. So I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below, and as always, know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.